Okay, Samach Vav Amid Beis. Let me review the Mishnah, the concept of the first two cases of the Mishnah, and then I'll explain what's going on in the Gemara. So, um, the Mishnah started off by giving two rules, but the Lashon is actually important. The Lashon is, Kol Makim Shi'ish Kedushin Ven Enavera. Anytime, Kol Makim, Kol Makim is an inclusive terminology. Anytime you have a marriage where it's a regular marriage, no Avera, you go by the dad. So seemingly that's referring to she's a Bas Kayin and he's a Yisrael, you're a Yisrael. You go by the dad. The Ezuzu, and what's an example of this, which is a Lashen that's Memayet. So it starts off with an inclusive Lashen, then it ends with a specific Lashen. Second category, same Kolmakim, which is inclusive, ends with Ezuzu. The second category is a marriage where there is an Avera, but it's not a mamzer, it's not chavi krisus. The halacha is with that. You don't go by the dad. You go by the biggest problem. Meaning, let's say a person is marrying a mamzer. So you're not allowed to do that. So if the dad's a mamzer, you're a mamzer. If the mom's a mamzer, you're a mamzer. We don't go by the mom or the dad. We go by the problem. Okay. When any time there's an avera, there's a chavi lavin. There's an avera in the marriage. It's typhus, it's typhus, it's not a kares. You go by the problem. Okay, so the first category is no avera, second category is avera. The first category has kol makim and ezuzu. The second category is kol makim ezuzu. What we're going to be doing now from here, basically the first half, the first amid in a little bit, is we're going to find cases that either don't work, that either contradict the Mishnah, and it's a contradiction, or they work with the Mishnah, but they're not listed in the Mishnah. Why not? And we're constantly just going to say, well, Kolmakim is including the cases that are not listed. And Azuzu excludes the exceptions. That's an exception, Azuzu. That's basically how we're going to swim out of this case. All right, let's start the Gemara. Kolmakim Shiesh Kedushin, Amalei Rav Shemler of Yechanan, Klalahu, you're telling me it's a rule that any time it's a kosher marriage, you go by the dad? Anytime it's a regular marriage with no Avera, you go by the dad. I have an exception to that. Now we know a Jew is not allowed to marry a mamzer. What about a convert? So it's a machlekes tanoim. Tanoim? Tanoim. Whether a convert is allowed to marry a mamzer. If you believe that they could, so that's an example of a marriage that has no Avera, that you don't go by the dad. Because you go by whoever's the mamzer, right? If the mom's a mamzer and marries a convert a husband, the kid's a mamzer. If the dad's a mamzer and the mom's a convert, the kid's a mamzer. You don't go by the mom or the dad. You go by the problem. But that's a marriage that's permitted. It's it's an exce- it's 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 uh, we found a little bit of a like a, a according to one opinion, a ger is allowed to marry a mamzer. And what's the child? The child goes by the problem. Doesn't go by the dad. If the mom's a mom's or the kid's a mom's, if the dad's a mom's or the kid's a mom's, you go by the mom's or you go by the problem. So that's, a, that's an example of a marriage that's 100% permitted, but you don't go by the dad. So that's an exception to the rule. Again, classically, when you think of a marriage that's permitted, you go by the dad, you're just thinking of regular marriage. One's a Yisrael, one's a Levi, one's a Levi, one's a Kayin. But this is an example where according to Rav Yossi, a Ger is allowed to marry a Mamzer and the, def- and the, the, the child's definition is not by the mom or the dad, it's by the problem. If you go by the dad, that would mean that if a Mamzeres marries a Ger, the child is not a Mamzer. 
because you go by the dad. The dad's not a mamzer. That's not true. You go by the problem. So that's an example of no avera, but you go by the problem. It's not like the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Yesh Kedusha Mein Avera, Havlad Pogum. According to one opinion, which is Rav Yossi, you're allowed to, a ger is allowed to marry a mamzer, and the child becomes a mamzer. Titania, Ger Shenosa Mamzeris, Havlad Mamzer, Div Rav Yossi. So that's an example of a marriage that's permitted, yet the child is not, doesn't go by the dad, it goes by the problem. So the Gemara answers, Amrle, Misavar Masis and Rav Yossi, our Mishnah is not Rav Yossi, who says that a convert is allowed to marry a Mamzer. Our Mishnah follows the view of Rav Yehuda. Masis and Rav Yehuda, Damar Ger Loisa Mamzeris, Vyesh Kedushin, Vyesh Avera, Havlad Halachacharapagam. Our Mishnah follows the view of Rav Yehuda that a convert is not allowed to marry a, a Mamzer. It's a chayvei lavin. If it's a chayvei lavin, then it works perfectly in the second example, the second case of our Mishnah. Anytime there's a chayvei lavin, you go by the problem, not by the debt. So our Mishnah doesn't follow Rabbi Yehuda. Ah, so now if you're telling me that our Mishnah follows Rabbi Yehuda, our Mishnah doesn't follow Rabbi Yossi, it follows Rabbi Yehuda. So here's the problem, basically. If you follow Rabbi Yossi, a convert is allowed to marry a mamzer, then that's an example that the first case of our Mishnah is wrong, because that's an example where it's a kosher marriage, but you don't go by the dad. So we said, we don't follow Rav Yossi, we follow Rav Yehuda, that a convert is not allowed to marry a mamzer. So it works perfectly in the second example, where it's an Avera marriage, and you go by the problem. Then how come it's not listed? That's the, that's the problem. If you follow Rav Yossi, it's contradicting the first example. If you follow Rav Yehuda, then why isn't it listed in the Mishnah? The Mishnah should list that as an example of the second. It works perfectly in the second case. Then it should be listed. A convert marrying a mamzer. The Mishnah lists a regular Jew marrying a mamzer. It should list a convert marrying. Why isn't it listed? I'm saying, if you're good, whatever. That, that's the problem. It, it either contradicts the first example, or it works perfectly in the second example, but it's omitted. What's omitted? A convert marrying a mamzer. No, but you should say that because that's a bigger chiddush because it's a machlokas whether a convert can marry. So you should say a convert can't marry and if you do, you go by the problems. Like benis ninu, so it should be listed. The answer is, again, as I said, every the, the two sections of our mission, the first and the second, starts off with kol makam, which is inclusive, which could include cases not listed, and it ends with ezuzu, which could exclude exceptions. So this is included in the second kol makam. Benisniu. That's included in the kol makam of the second example. You're right, it's not listed. It's kol makam includes that. Okay, let's keep going. Or, or you could actually say that really it follows Rav Yossi. And that a convert is allowed to marry a mamzer. And this is a, a problem with the first example, because this is an example of a kosher marriage that doesn't go by the dad. You know what the answer is? The first category of the Mishnah says, Ezuzu, which excludes exceptions. This is the exception. A convert. So either it works in the second category and it's included in Kol Mokum and that's why it's not listed, or it follows Rav Yossi and it's the exception to the first rule, but Ezuzu excludes that. Okay. That's basically how we're going to like swim out of every case. Let's keep going. What if a Cholol marries Yisrael? Marries a, a, a Jewish woman. Yesh kedushin ve'ein avera. There's no avera. You can marry a chalal. What's the halacha? Havlad halachachar azacher. Why isn't it mentioned? It should be mentioned in the first. This is an example of the first category. You have a chalal who marries a bas yisrael. The child is like the dad, but that's a kosher marriage. There's no avera. You can marry a chalal. So how come it isn't listed? And no, it works perfectly with the first example. Why isn't it listed? That's always what you're going to have. You're going to have a, a, a case which either works in the first case, 
but it's not listed, is an exception to the first case, that contradicts it, works in the second case but not listed, or contradicts the second case, and we're going to swim our way out. So the Gemara says, This Mishnah follows of the Stoi Ben Yehuda, that, that if a Yisrael marries a Cholol, um, they do not become Cholol. So it's not like the first, so the reason why it's not listed is because it's an exception to the first rule. So meaning what? Meaning that that the child is not a chol. He's a kohen. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And then he gets, he's able to juma? I guess, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about, hmm, interesting. Um, well, we're going to see his shita in, in ten dafim. What does Rashi say? So no, no. So if the Stoi Ben Yehuda does not believe that the kid's kosher, the kid's a kayan, but he believes that if it's a daughter, she's kosher lekuhuna. She's considered a baskayan. Yeah. I don't think he would say that. He would say that we'll get to his shita. But uh, well, if she marries, well, if she marries a kayan, he's not going to be able to trim. There's no trim in that house, but. Okay, let's keep going. What about the opposite case? A male Yisrael marries a Chalala. What's the Halacha? There's no Avera. And it goes by the dad. Why is that not listed? That's a perfect example of the first case. The answer is, That's included in Kol Makam The Kol Makam includes that case. That's why it wasn't listed. So why not list it? Why isn't it listed? So you said it's included in Kol Makam, but what was the reason? Meaning practically, why couldn't we list that case? I'll tell you why. What's the case? Yisrael marries a Chalala. It couldn't be listed in the Mishnah, because I'll tell you why. The Mishnah just wants to make things clear, easy. It lists marriages that are mutter. So you know what it says? A Yisrael, a Levi, and a Kayan. Why not list a Yisrael that marries a Chalala? Because a Yisrael can marry a Chalala. A Levi can marry a Chalala. A Kayan cannot. So now you're going to start, like, it'll just take a lot of words. You'll have to say, Yisrael shenasa Chalala, Levi shenasa Chalala, Velo Kayan. It's like, okay, forget it. It's just easy to just not write it. It just wouldn't, it, it wouldn't flow well. It's, it would be hard to teach it properly because what do you want it to say? You can't write it. You'd have to start getting, it would take too many words to clarify that halacha, so we'd rather just skip it. Let's keep going. What about Rabbi Archana's teaching? Why is that not listed in the Mishnah? Okay, the halacha is that if a Mitzri converts, uh, he can marry a Mitzris convert. Second generation, they can marry Mitzris convert. The third generation, they're allowed to marry regular Jews. Right? Only after three generations. So the question is, so you have to know if you're a third generation Mitzri or a second generation Mitzri. So here's the question. Mitzri Sheni, you have a second generation male Mitzri, Shenosis Mitzris Roshona, that marries a first generation Mitzris. So does the boy go after the dad, and is the boy a third generation, or does it go by the mom and a second generation? So, what's the halacha? Benashlishi Havah, Rabbi Archana's opinion is that you go by the dad. So that's an example of a marriage that's 100% permitted, they're converts, they're Jews, they're marrying each other, 100% permitted, goes by the dad. Why is that not listed? The answer is, Kol Malkam that's included in Kol Malkam. Okay? Now that's Rabbi Barchana's opinion. That when you have a second generation Mitzri that marries a first generation Mitzris, the child goes by the dad. 
Why? And it's an example of the first case, but it's just not listed because it's included in Kol Makam. Now, that's Rabbi Archana. Rav Dimi disagrees. He says you actually go by the mom. So that's an example of a, an exception to the first case. That's included in Ezuzu as the exception. So it's not talked about in the Mishnah. It either goes by the dad and it goes well with the Mishnah and it's just not written and it's included in Kolmakim, or it's an exception to the Mishnah because you go by the mom and that's the exception included in Ezuzu. Well, in this case, you go by the mom. But the point is, you don't necessarily go by the dad. You're right, it goes by the worst one. Yeah, yeah, but the point is, you don't necessarily go by the dad. So that would be included in Ezuzu. That's the exception, it goes by Ezuzu. Okay. Vayika, another one. We'll see exactly what the case is, but when it comes to non-Jews, um, you go by the dad. This is referring to a case where we're dealing with it right now. There's a mitzvah der when they entered Israel to kill every member of the seven nations that were in Israel. What happens if you have a male seven nations that marries that uh, marries an American and has a baby, or vice versa? You have an American male that marries a Kenanit and has a baby. Do you kill the baby? Is the baby go by the mom or the dad? So Allah says you go by the dad. Whatever the dad is, if the dad was one of the seven nations and he was supposed to be killed, he has a baby. Kill the baby. If the mom if, if the dad was an American and he could let them live, then he could let the baby live. That, that's the halach. You go by the dad. Nizgairu, let's say they convert. You go by the problem. Now what this is referring to, as we'll see in the next Amid, we know that in Amon, below Amonis, an Amonis convert can marry a Jew. That was Dovin He came from Rus, Hamoaviyah, from a female Moav. A male Moav convert can never marry a Jew. So let's say you have a male Moab that marries a Mitzris convert. So is the child a Mitzri, and then after three generations he's permitted, or do you go by the Amon, or vice versa, whatever the case is. The halacha is, Nizgairu halach achar You don't go by the dad, you go by the problem. So that's an example of, it's a completely kosher marriage, the two <coughs> converts. You don't go by the dad, you go by the problem. So that contradicts the first. Again, we'll see exactly the case in the next Amid, but basically you're having two converts that come from different nations that are a problem for them to marry regular Jews. And the question is, do you go by the mom or the dad? The answer is you go by the problem. So that's an example of an exception to the first rule. So the Gemara says, Ezuzu lemute, same answer. Ezuzu excludes, that's the exception, and it's Ezuzu excludes. What is, I don't understand, what do you mean that we go by the problem? Meaning... You have an Amon convert okay. who marries a Mitzris convert. Okay. So is the baby a Mitzris, a Mitzris convert, or is the baby an Amon convert? Because okay. if it's an Amon, that's a problem forever. If it's a Mitzri, it'll be Mutter after three generations. Or vice versa, the point is, you go by the problem. You don't go by the dad. So the answer is, that's the exception, Azuzu. Okay. Now, this next few lines, I'm going to read fairly quickly. Basically... There's two cases in the Mishnah. One starts off with Komakim, one ends off with Ezuzu, including cases not listed, ex- excluding exceptions. Second category, Komakim, including cases not listed, excluding exceptions. If you were to make a chart of all the cases that we just had, all of them that were listing exceptions that are excluded by Ezuzu, all of them listed, uh, the ones that are not listed, included in Komakim, you'll have one extra that is not teaching anything. 
So they, may, may, there's going to be one azuzu that's extra, or one kolmakam that's extra. You understand? I mean, there's four terminologies. The first case has a kolmakam, which includes cases not listed, and azuzu ex- excludes exceptions not listed. The second category, kolmakam azuzu, if you fill it in with all the cases, Rav Dimi's case, Rav Barachana's case, Rav Yehuda's case, Rav Yossi's case, there's one that's un- unnecessary. Either, according to one opinion, the second kolmakam is unnecessary, according to one opinion, the azuzu isn't. And the answer is it was written just for the flow. I, I, again, I, I, if, you, if I had a chart, I'd be like, okay, uh, okay, a mitzri mitzris we said is according to one opinion, an exception included in the second azuzu, and according to one, it's it's a proof of the rule according in the first kolmakim. You understand? Hi, my. E avre bishleimemasis and Rav Yehudi. If you follow that, our mission is Rav Yehuda. Kolmakim, which was the first category. Rav Yehuda's opinion is that a convert cannot marry a mamzeres. And that was an example of something not listed in the Mishnah that works well with the second case that was included in the second Kol Makam. So then, Kol Makam de Reishel Asuye Yisrael Shenasa Chalala. You'd fill in the you'd fill in the blanks. I, I, I barely can you know. Again, it's not hard. You just need a chart. The first Kol Makam is included a Yisrael Shenasa Chalala, which we said is a permitted marriage that you go by the mom. You don't go by the dad. That's the uh, I'm sorry. You go by the dad. So that's an example. The first. First, uh, first halacha. It's just not written there. Or the Rabbanah. Ezuzu. This the Ezuzu is to exclude Rav Dimi Veravin. Go to the next page. That's the first two cases. Kol Makom de Seifa. In the second case, the Kol Makom of the Aseifa is Lasuye Gershon Asam Amzeres. That includes a Gershon Asam Amzeres, which according to Rav Yehuda is not allowed, and it's a perfect example of the second category. It's just not listed. The Ezuzu is extra. Okay, but Eli Yamri Rav Yosehi. But if you follow Rav Yosi. According to Rav Yossi, the second Kol Makam is doing nothing. So the answer is, According to Rav Yehuda, the second Ezuzu is extra. The answer is, according to one opinion, one of the things are extra. According to Rav Yehuda, the second Ezuzu is not teaching anything. According to Rav Yossi, the second Kol Makam is not teaching anything. What's the answer? It was written for the flow. That's how the Mishnahis are written, to mirror each other. Ella, I did the Taneresha, Ezuzu Tanesevu, Ezuzu, Achanami, I did the Taneresha, Komakum, Tanesevu, Komakum. So therefore, there's no problem. Okay, fine. Back to the Gemara. Whatever I'm saying, if, if, if you sit and you'll make a Cheshman, you'll realize that some teachings are extra, some teachings are not extra. It's as clear as you'll get without a chart. Okay, Gufa. Kiyasa Ravin Am Rav We had this halacha before, and now we're going to clarify this. Bu'uma is halacha achar when it comes to the nations of the world, you go by the male, but when they convert, you go with the problem. So what does this mean? So I told you what this means, but the Gemara is going to see it inside. What this means... Yeah. Now, uh, it's based on Sukkim. It's based on Sukkim. Now, the Gemara is going to say, what does it mean? So it means by, that you go by the male, by a, a convert, by a Goyim, it means if one of the... They're Goyim. One of them is from the seven nations, and one of them is an American. So is the baby from the seven nations that you have to kill, or is the baby considered an American that you could let live? So what's the halacha? You go by the dad. My What does this mean? So kidetanya as the brisa teaches. How do I know that if you have one member of you have one member of the seven nations again, which you had to kill when they entered Israel? I'm sorry, you have one member of an American. You start with an American, British person, someone from not seven nations. 
the dad is not Israel, not um, Canaanite. I'll say that that's that's the Palestine. There's no nation called Palestine. Hold in Palestine. It's not Palestine. Yeah. So, if you have the dad is not from the seven nations, the dad is Chvez American. Okay. Shabal Akananis. And he lives with a woman who is from the seven nations. They have a child. So, is the child, if you go by the mom, you have to kill the child. If you go by the dad, then you could let him live. They would keep him as slaves, but you could let them live. You're allowed to buy him as a slave, meaning you do not have to kill his child because you go by the dad. And the dad is American, so the baby's American. How do I know this? The Pasuk says you're allowed to buy slaves, you don't have to kill them. From the children of the people that reside where you live, meaning generally the father would go to the, where the mom lived. So the father uh, is staying in Israel because the mom is Israeli. The mom is Canaanite. So the Pasuk is saying, even someone who is staying in Israel, meaning the dad moved to Israel to be with his wife, you can buy that as a slave. Why? Because the dad's American, he's Toshavim, he is coming to be with his wife, which is, she's a Chivi or Yavusi or Canaanite, whatever it is, you're allowed to buy them, you don't have to kill them, because you go by the dad, and the dad is not, uh, is not one of the Sheva Mitz, Sheva Umais. What about the reverse? Yachal af evet, Shabal Shivcha Mina Umais Vahilu Ben. What if the opposite case, you have a Canaanite male that gave that lived with a American woman and has a baby? Shata Rashal Kanaisar, you might think you could buy him as a slave also, and you don't have to kill the child. Tamaloimar, Asheharlidu Baritzachem, Minane Lodamaritzachem, Vlay Minagarim Baritzachem. The Pasuk says you could only buy them. If they were born in Israel, meaning but not from ones who were born abroad and came in. The rule was generally that you went; um, they went where the mom was. So you can't buy a baby that was gar What that means is that originally um, the baby was born outside of Israel because the dad is from Canaanite. He went to have a baby in America, then brought the baby back. In other words. You go by the dad. Both these psukim allude that you go by the dad. But not the dad. Yes, you go by the dad in either case. The only the, the, the point is, if you want to medayik in the drushes, the rule was generally that the male followed the woman where she was. So if the male was toshavim, if he's staying in Israel, that means that he's for, he's a uh, he is a. American outside of Israel that came to Israel to live with the woman. That means that the dad is not Canaanite. Garim Ba'aretzachem would imply the opposite. Garim Ba'aretzachem would mean that the baby was born outside of Israel because the dad is Canaanite. He went to America to have a baby, then brought the baby back. So it all has to be going after the father. Correct. And it has to be, to kill the baby, it has to be born in Israel. No. It goes by the dad. No matter what. Yes, it goes by the dad. I'm so just explaining the drusha itself. Dad is a who it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Do, do, yeah, it doesn't matter. You have so to kill him. Yeah. My point is, I'm just explaining the drushas. The drushas are based on the premise that the f- husband would generally travel to the wife. No, so, that, but if the baby was born. In the you're not allowed to let those shiva umas live. Even in New York. 
to my knowledge. I, again, I, it's not practical because they were entering Israel. I don't know. Okay, fine. No, I know, but if they leave Eretz Yisrael, are you are you uh, obligated to? Are you allowed to let them live? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you're allowed to make peace with them outside of Israel. I don't know. So anyway, that's if that's if they're a guy. Then the Brisa says if they convert, then you go by the problem. So what does that mean? My, what's the case? Meaning, in other words, you have two converts that have a baby. The baby goes by the problem. So what exactly is the case? You have a Mitzri convert that marries an Ammonis. Here's the problem. Are there two problems there? The halacha is, again, we're, talk, we're looking for a case. We have two converts. Both are a problem. You go by the bigger problem. So you have a Mitzri convert. That's a problem because you've got to get three generations, right? Marries an Ammonis convert. The problem is an Ammonis convert is a regular Jew, right? Ammoni below Ammonis. An Ammonis convert is a full-fledged Jew, like Rus. She could marry anybody. So that's not an example of two converts that both have a problem that you go by the bigger problem. That's a problem marrying a non-problem. That's not a good example. We're looking for two big problems where you go by the bigger one. So it can't be a Mitzri convert that marries an Ammonis convert because an Ammonis convert is 100% Jew. There's no problem there. The Gemara says, my Pogomika, there's no problem with an Ammonis. Ammoni below Ammonis. The Pusuk only says that an Ammoni is not allowed to marry a regular Jew. An Ammonis could. So a Mitzri convert who marries an Ammonis convert, that's an example of a Mitzri marrying a Jew, full-fledged Jew. There's no problem there. So that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a case where there's two converts, both have a problem, but you go by the bigger problem. So you know what the answer is? It's reverse. Ammoni, an Ammoni male convert. Now the halacha is... An Ammoni male convert can never marry a Jew. So that's a big problem. Shenasa Mitzris. You have an Ammoni convert that marries a first-generation Mitzris. So the question is, what do you do with the baby? Is the baby a Mitzri second generation? Which is a problem, but it's not the biggest problem in the world because then his kids will be okay. Or do you go by the dad that the baby is an Ammoni, an Ammoni and it's a major problem? By the way, this is true for the male or the female. Let me, let me just explain, because I don't think people understand what I'm saying. You have an Ammoni male convert marries a Mitzris convert, has a baby. What's the baby? So if it's a female, so you're going to say, just go by the dad, because the Ammoni is a bigger problem. Right? Not necessarily. If you give birth to a girl, so then if you go by the dad, the girl is an Ammonis. She's 100% mutter, like Rus. So in that case, you go by the mom. She's a second-generation mitzvah because you don't want to go by the dad because you go by the problem. When you have a baby girl, there is no problem on one generation if you make her an Ammonis, so therefore you make her a mitzvah. If you have a boy, then the choice is make him a mitzri second-generation or make him an Ammoni male, which is usher forever. We make him an Ammoni male. So you don't go by the mom or the dad. You go by the problem. So when it's a baby boy, you'll make him go by the dad. When it's a baby girl, you go by the mom. You hear what I'm saying? Because if, if it's a baby girl, you always go with the problem, the bigger problem. If you give birth to a girl, so an Ammoni male convert, Mitzris, male, Mitzris convert, have a baby girl, if you go by the dad, then the girl is now an Ammonis, 100% mother. No good. You go by the mom in that case. Make her a second generation Mitzris. So, problem. If you have a boy, then you go by the dad. Make him an Ammoni, which is much worse. So, that's the point. You don't go by the mom or the dad. You go by the problem. 
The answer is Izakhar Havishadi Abbasidide, Nikeva Havishadi Abbasradida. Okay. Uh, from here into the end of the daf is just drushes. It's b- no, the, the point is just to prove the following concept, which is the last category of the Mishnah is that if you have a Chayvei Krisus that gets married, the child's a Mamzer and Kedushin is not Typhus. How do you know that? How do you know that Kedushin is not Typhus and the Chayvei Krisus? I know that you get Kares, I know you get the death penalty, but how do you know that Kedushin is not Typhus and a Chayvei Krisus? So the Gemara says, "Kol shein of kedushin." No, hani mili. How do I know that kedushin is not typhus on a relationship that's chayv kares? So, Amr of Chiyabaraba, Amr of Yochanan, Umatam Shmuel of Yanai, Veravachu Bederava, Umatam Shmuel of Yosei They quote different Tanoim. Amar Krab. The pasuk says. The pasuk describes divorce. So you have a husband and wife. The pasuk says, "V'yotza v'beisay v'halcha v'hoyz lishacher." He divorces his wife, and his ex-wife marries someone else. The implication is, she could only marry other people. She can't marry his relatives. Meaning, Kedushin is only typhus if she tries to marry a random dude. If she tries to marry her ex-stepchild, her father-in-law, it won't work. So that's an example. Kedushin is not typhus by Chayvei Krisus. The Pasuk again says that his ex-wife marries someone else. The implication is she can only marry someone else. If instead of marrying someone else, she wants to marry her father-in-law, her son-in-law, her stepson, no good. Okay. Now the Gemara says, so that's a proof that all Chayvei Krisus are out. Maybe the Pasuk is describing the closest relationship. Meaning, maybe Chayvei Krisus, there could be, uh, Kedushin Typhus, in general. But one Chayvei Krisus is out, and that's her stepson. Maybe only her stepson is, is out. The Pasuk says she marries someone else. She can't marry, she can only marry someone else, she can't marry Chayvei Krisus. So we're saying maybe it's not Chayvei Krisus, maybe it's just she can't marry her stepson. Why stepson? Rashi says we just picked a uh, Chayvei Krisus that's very close to her. Meaning maybe she could marry her uh, a person can marry his aunt. Maybe Kedushin is typhus on a married woman. Maybe Kedushin is typhus on your daughter-in-law. It just says she can't marry someone. Maybe just her stepson. Maybe just her stepson. So the Gemara says, Ben Behed Well, I already know that this Chayvi Kris is on your stepson. Lo The Pasuk says that his stepson is not allowed to marry his, his, uh, his stepmom. So... Why would I need a special Pasuk telling me that Kedushin is not Typhus? Achar Lamli. Meaning, I already know this Chayvei Krisus. So you're telling me there's one Pasuk that implies this Kedushin is not Typhus. Maybe Kedushin is only not Typhus on his stepsons. So the Gemara said, well, I, I know that stepsons Chayvei Krisus, so why would I think it's different than any other ones? It must be it's including all Chayvei Krisus. Maybe it's like this. Maybe the Pasuk is only referring to the stepson. And there's two Pasukim. One Pasuk says that it's Chayvei Krisus, which means you shall not, lo yikach, which means, lo yikach, not just Chayvei Krisus, lo yikach means do not marry her. So that implies that Kedushin is not Typhus. So I have one Pasuk that implies Kedushin is not Typhus by a stepson, and now you tell me there's a second Pasuk that Kedushin is not Typhus on a stepson. Not to say that the second Pasuk includes all our eyes. Two Pasukim for a stepson. Why would I need two Pasukim for a stepson? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what. Maybe Kedushin is only not Typhus by a stepson, and the two psukim, what do I need two psukim for? One is to tell you don't marry her lechachila, and one is to say that b'diavet it doesn't work. Meaning, maybe the both psukim are only talking about a stepson. Lo yikach and la'acherim. What do I need both psukim for? One is to tell you lechachila, don't marry her. And two is b'diavet it doesn't work. So I need two psukim to tell me that Kedusha is not typhus on a stepson. I do not know... Why would you just need b'diavet it doesn't 
Because you only have one Pasuk, maybe it just means L'chachila, don't try to marry her, but B'diavet it works. But we only know a stepson. So the Gemara says, L'chachila, so you're telling me one Pasuk is telling me L'chachila, don't marry your stepson, and the second one is saying B'diavet. Why would I need a Pasuk telling me L'chachila, don't marry her? Don't I already know this from Achais Isha, your sister-in-law? The Pasuk says regarding a sister-in-law, Uma Achais Isha B'kares Loi Tikdash, Chayvimisas Bezdin Loi Kol don't I already know this from your sister-in-law? Meaning, the Pasuk says by your sister-in-law, the Pasuk says by Achais Isha, the Pasuk says by your sister-in-law, Lo Yikach. So I already know that, you, that don't, don't, again, there's two Pasukim by a stepson. You're telling me one is L'chachila, don't try to marry him, and two is B'diyevet, it doesn't work. I already know that L'chachila, you shouldn't try to marry him, because I know the Pasuk says by your step, by your sister-in-law, don't don't marry her. Don't, don't try to loyikach. Don't try to marry her. So I already know that chayvi krisis are lechachila off limits. So I don't need two psukim. Again, one pasuk is telling me that your stepson is lechachila. Don't try to marry him. The second is bid the evidence doesn't work. I already know that lechachila they're off limits because the pasuk says by your sister in law who's chayv kares lechachila. Don't marry her loyikach. So I already know that lechachila they're off limits. So why do I need two psukim by the stepson? It must be one is to tell me b'diavet it doesn't work, and two is to tell me all arayas are out. So the Gemara says, okay, Okay, instead of saying stepson, maybe the pasuk is actually just referring to your sister-in-law. The pasuk just says marry other people, don't marry relatives. So maybe the pasuk is referring to achos isha, your sister-in-law, and is halechachila hadiavet. And two psukim, one is to tell you l'chachila don't marry her, one is to tell you b'diyavet. Okay, so what, what we've summarized right now is we have two psukim that say, do not marry your sister-in-law. One is outright, one is an indication. One is to tell you l'chachila don't marry her, and one is to tell you that Kedushan is not typhus by your sister-in-law. So we've proved that Kedushan is not typhus by a sister-in-law. So the Gemara says, good, okay. So we have proven that we have a source that Kedushan is not typhus by your sister-in-law. How do I know that this applies to all other Arayas? The answer is, it's a Svara. It's a Svara. Learn it out from Achos Isha. By the way, this is not a Hekish. This is just a Svara. We're going to learn it out from Achos Isha, from your sister-in-law. Just like your sister-in-law is Arayas V'chaim Nazdai Nekaris. Vashikos and Echayv Kares and Chatas, Loi Tosi Ba Kedushin, and Kedushin is not Taifis. Av Kol Shiyer, Ve Chayv Nazan Nekaris, Ve Shikos Echatas, Loi Tosi Ba Kedushin. Okay, so we have a Pasuk that proves that your sister-in-law Kedushin is not Taifis. How do I know the Shararais? It's a rational concept. I'll learn it out from my sister-in-law. The problem is, if you're not doing a Hekish, you're just using Svara, then any problem in the Limud, will throw us off course. Meaning, right now I am saying the source that Kedushan is not Taifas is my sister-in-law, and from my sister-in-law I'm applying it to all the other Arayas. Here's the problem. There are two Arayas that you cannot learn it out from, and that is Eishasach, your brother's, your brother's wife. Why? No, no, that Achos Isha is your wife's sister. This is Eishasach, your brother's wife. I'll tell you why, because your brother's wife is Yibam. So you can't learn that out from the other one because that has a special halacha that no other arayas have. Is that that motor? And also eshesish, because eshesish is the only erva that is permitted while the person is still alive, right? Every other erva eshesish through divorce, you can marry this woman. It's the only woman that she became usher because of a person, because of her husband, and in the husband's lifetime you could marry her. So these two arayas are unique. So you're telling me I'm learning out all arayas from Achos Isha, 
that I won't be able to learn Eishasach and I won't be able to learn Eishasish because they're unique. Eishasach because there's a mitzvah yibam, which no other one has a mitzvah to marry. And Eishasish because it's the only one that is an erva that becomes aser because of a subject, A, in this case the husband, that becomes permitted in the subject's lifetime, case of divorce. So those are the two arayas that you can't learn out from Achosisha. Again, unless you have a hekish, as we'll prove in a second. Once you have a hekish, then we don't ask kashas. We just learn out from Achosisha. But you're not. You're just doing this with your svara. You're going to learn everything out from Achosisha. You can't learn out Eishasish. You can't learn out uh, Eishasach. So the Gemara says, I understand how you can learn all arayas from Achosisha except for two. Eishasish and Eishasach. How could you learn out Eishasish and Eishasach? Why? Eishasach and Eishasach. Has, is permitted in the case of a mitzvah with yibum, so you can't learn that out. That's it's unique, and also eishes ish now miyukul mifrach malahanach shekain ein lahetah b'chayy oisun. Time beishes ish yishla hetah b'chayy oisun. Eishes ish is also unique that in the lifetime of the person who caused the iser, the husband, you're actually permitted. So those two are unique. So the answer is, you're right. We still learn out from achos isha. I all these problems. The answer is we're using a hekish. Once you have a hekish, we don't ask kashas. The answer is El Amar Rav Yona, Vitei Merav Huna Bei Yeshua Amar Kro Kol Asheyase Mikol Hatovaseilu V'Nichrusu Hukshu Kol Arayis Kum Lachosisha. There's a hekish connecting all arayis, not just a svara. A hekish connecting all arayis to achosisha. Ma achosisha letasiv akedushin. Av Kol letasiv akedushin. Therefore, that's the, we don't ask kashes. We learn it out from achosisha. So all arayis are not toughest but kedushin because we learn it out from achosisha. Achosisha is not toughest kedushin. So to all arayis are not toughest kedushin. Just to end with this: there is one woman that we paskin today is an erva, and kedushin is toughest, and that's anida, right? Every anida is chayv karis. What happens if the woman's a anida? It happens. The kala's anida. You give her a ring, and you say mikdashesli. Talach is it works. Why? I, I thought we learned at all arayas. Ihachi, oh, afilu nida nami. Then how come anida is toifus kedushin? Alama rabbiya didn't rabbiya says akol moed debal anida val soyde shein avlad mamzer. Everyone agrees that if you marry anida, the kedushin is toifus, and the child is not a mamzer. It's the only chayiv kares that does not create a mamzer is anida. Okay, okay, it's a, a pogum, it's a bas, a, a ben nida, whatever. So maybe the midas, their their uh, their midas are not perfect, but but it will not create a mamzer. It's the heter for most bali chuba, right? So what's so what's the story? So how come nida is the exception? The answer is nida is different. The pasuk says she is in a state of nida. Vatehi nidasa leha tehei bahavia. Vatehi is 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 a is similar to the words to bahavia that you, it shall be possible to havia to have kedushin to bahavia it's possible to be with her meaning it's a lushan of toifus kedushin vatehi nidasa alav that aleha whatever alav that a state of nida is upon her to bahavia havia is a lushan kedushin havia is kedushin so vatehi to she shall have Kedushin. Yep. So that's the exception to the word. Okay. Havia means becoming, it means married. So, but Tehi is Tehi Bahavia. She is the only Arias that actually has Kedushin being typhus. We'll stop here. Yeah.